chapter 2, verse 17 through 19. Joshua chapter 2, verse 17 through 19. I had told the Lord, I was like, Lord, I'm not too sure. How can I go after a message like that? And I thought I was in the spirit. I, I At the beginning, when Bishop started, I I told Sister Hannah, I was like, oh, I'm not, not going to minister today. We'll only have the one service. I clearly didn't hear from God because Bishop... So I had to repent again. Um, but I'm not going to be long. Joshua chapter 2, verse 17 through 19. It's, it's amazing how the Lord works. And so ministry, I want to tell you, um, church family, your daily walk with God is vital. If there's something that God speaks to you in your daily prayer and your daily reading, and you don't have all the bits and the pieces, you don't quite understand it, write it down. Because you never know when the Lord is going to pull that from you. And he might need it in an instance where you you were thinking, oh, it's going to, this might be a message that develops one day. This might be this. This might be that. This is what has happened with this passage of Scripture. In my daily reading, It stood out, and I did not know perhaps this would become a message. And so as I typically do, I thought I pinned it down, but when I went to pull up my note section, I I didn't see it in in the nine minutes we had. So I think I actually physically wrote it down in my notepad at home, but thank God I did that because I had it, God brought it to my mind when, when Bishop wanted to change things and put me on the spot (laughs) and say, you know, um, I'll be speaking, you know, briefly to you. But the Lord brought this back to my mind. And the more I thought on it, the more I realized God really is in control. And while I didn't have all the pieces, here is now an appropriate time where God will use this, and the, the weight of the message that rested upon the man of God from this morning, and the gravity of the message that was brought forth and has rested upon us as the sheep. Um, I want to be careful, and I want to be very respectful in obeying the man of God, not to add much more to that. When this is, we have to take what was spoken this morning, And we have to make sure, like the handmaid and God used her, we don't just, you know, wipe our mouths with our napkins and we go on about our way. That that has to be digested. And sometimes if you're so full and you start packing more in there, it's not good for the body. And so we'll just read this, talk for a little bit, we'll pray, and we'll go home. And I pray that it would just be what God intends it to be, which I believe is just um, a support to what the man of God has already spoken. Joshua chapter 2, verse 17 through 19 says, And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Behold, 
When we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. So I want to caution you from this passage of Scripture in regards to the message that was ministered this morning. Whatever you need to do, stay in the house. Stay in this house. Stay in this temple. Stay in this church. This is a passage in which Joshua sends out sends out two men, I believe, at this time, if we go back to the beginning of Joshua, chapter 2, to spy on the land, right? Moses has died. He's now become uh, the man in charge, the man of God to lead the people. And he's taken Moses' place, and they are crossing into the promised land. And uh, the fulfillment of what God had promised so many years ago is about to take place. And so he sends two men out to spy, and the word gets around. Rumor has spread. They've heard of this people, the nation of Israel. They've heard of what God has done for them. The people around, the people in the promised land, they've heard. So Joshua sends these two spies out to spy out the land, and they end up lodging at Rahab's house. If you're familiar with the word of God, the story of Rahab may sound familiar to you. Rahab um, was a woman who did things she shouldn't be doing, but she took them in. She was open to these men that everybody else had fear of and were intimidated by. And because of that intimidation, they were against this people, God's chosen people. They were the enemy of the nation of Israel. Rahab was privy to those same rumors. She heard about those same victories that God had given. But yet Rahab was open to these men, and she took them into her house. So she may not have had her act together, so to speak. There are some things that she was lacking. There are some things that she, she should be doing that she wasn't doing, what have you. But unbeknownst to her, that day, salvation came to her door. And she welcomed them in. 
and she talked with them and she had a conversation with them. And, and because of her being open to those men, when they told her that they were, you know, they were going to leave and the word had got out that um, the king um, was searching for these men and came to her door, she protected these men. She made sure there was a way of escape for these men. And she told them, listen, I'm doing all of this for you. So in return, when you go out and you leave and you escape, make sure to keep my family in mind when God brings you back around and gives you the victory over this entire place. And so the men told her, okay, this, this way that you allowed us to escape by, right, this scarlet thread, this cord out the window, they got out, they followed her instruction, but they told her, because you are helping us to escape and, and you are um, pleading with us, right, for mercy and an oath, they told her on your behalf, This is the instruction that I'm going to give you. When God gives us the victory and we come back and we conquer this land, the only way that you're going to be saved is if you stay in this house where you let us escape by and we see the the sign of that cord. But not just you, Rahab. If you stay in this house, and you, you get your family, your father, your mother, your brethren, your whole household. If they are with you in this house, when we come back through, if anything should happen to you, then the blood will be on our hands. And we know that God is faithful. God kept them, and they didn't have to worry about that. But the... The opposite side of that coin was, if you leave this house, your blood, the person who leaves, their blood is going to be upon their head. I love Romans chapter 10, Romans 10 and verse 14, where it talks about how can they hear but without a preacher. The more we hear the word of God rightly divided in our church, the more precious the words of this passage of scripture are to me. Truly, how beautiful are the feet of those who submit to the will of God and preach what thus saith the Lord. I want you to keep this in mind and, and, and then turn to Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former 
saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Heard this scripture many times. Talking about the temple. In this place will I give peace. And peace, when you break that down according to the Hebrew, it doesn't just mean peace, it means prosperity. It means safety. It means welfare, your health. I want us to take heed to the word that was ministered this morning. There are some things that you will only receive in your walk with the Lord by being in the house. If you have the ability to come here, to be present, we will push ourselves to go to work. When that ice storm happened, I I wanted to go to work, and I did the dumbest thing ever. You know, I, you know, they shut everything down. You just stay at home, and that it was a bad freeze, and. I got out in the Jeep because I was like, the Jeep can handle anything. Hashtag Jeep Nation. And I was like, man, I'm the only one on the road. No, I put it in the four-wheel drive, and I got cooking. I went down 37, 281. I got around Hildebrand. And that Jeep started doing some things it shouldn't have been doing. Started slipping and sliding. And it got to a point where I was going like, I didn't have my foot on the brake or on the gas. And I was just coasting. And you could feel the Jeep. There's no traction. It was just sliding. And I was like, well, I learned my lesson. I didn't tell anybody about that until after I got back home. But I push myself. We'll push ourselves for everything else. But if you can be in the house of God, get here every time the doors are open. Because salvation is in the house of God. And when God comes back, he's going to be looking for you. And if you've left the house of God, he'll say, I'm sorry, but the blood is upon your head because I had salvation. I had a man of God there that had the right salve, had the right wound care to give you, and you weren't present, and so you missed out. You can stand all over the building. I understand that there are going to be, there may be a point in time where we cannot gather. I think some of us think, oh, that, will, that day will never come. You don't know that. We've already experienced COVID and how things were, were shut down and how they tried to shut down the church and thank God for a man of God that stood his ground. But as the scripture says, today is a day of your salvation. And you cannot count on tomorrow 
if you're not living right. And for some of us, we get so lax when we're at home. And we take for granted the presence of God here in the church house. And all the toil and the sweat and the tears spiritually that the man of God has put forward in trying to hear from the throne room of God. And then he comes in and he's prepared and he's equipped. And there's a message that's specific for you. There's a tongues and interpretation that's specific for you. There's, there's something that God has prepared specifically for you that could be your last. And you miss it. Because you weren't in the house. So I just want us to pray. Pray that we never take for granted this holy ground that you and I stand on right now. If you can lift your hands all over the building, God, we thank you for today. Thank you for loving us, God. Thank you for sending a strong word. God, to reach for me, to reach for my soul, to reach for those, God, that you have found, you have found wanting, God. I ask your Lord that we don't take this place for granted, that we don't take the man of God for granted. All the effort, all the words of wisdom, the revelation that has come forward, God, I don't want this to be my last chance to make things right and to preserve my salvation for eternity. But God, I ask that you would check my heart today, check my spirit today, that I can always, God, take advantage of the opportunity that you are giving me, Lord, to check myself and to make things right in your eyes, God. I don't want to be lost, God, by my own deceit, God, my own lust, Lord. I pray, God, that you would open our eyes, God, to the salvation that is here, the gift that is here, God, that reaches for us on a daily basis, God. You can put your hands together. What a great God we serve. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you for the apostle, Lord. Thank you for speaking to the body, God. Thank you for your mercy yet one more time, God. You are so great. You are so faithful. You are merciful. And I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord. I pray that you go encouraged today. God loves each and every single one of us. He is a faithful God. And I pray that you don't take for granted what was spoken this morning if you need to. Oh, my people, let the weight of the word rest on you. Don't forget what I spoke to you. Let the weight of this word, let it be on your spirit. Go back and listen again and again if you must uh, to allow it to get in your spirit.
word again. Listen again, but let it be within your spirit, oh my people. Where I have given it unto you this day. Receive my word. Thank you, handmaiden, for yielding to God. And I pray that we take that to heart. Let us not forget. There's a, a scripture in Timothy. Um, Paul is writing, and he told Timothy to hold fast the form of the sound words. I don't quite remember. I think it's in 2 Timothy somewhere. But um, just what God has spoken. Hold fast the form of the sound words that were spoken this morning. I think we all should go, once the podcast is out, download it, save it, listen to it again. Because our salvation, God is, he's, he's coming back. He's coming back soon. And you cannot afford to get close to the finish line and then just to miss it, just to miss it. And you'll have nobody else to blame but yourself because our God is giving us every opportunity. And I'm grateful for him. So don't forget this coming Wednesday, we have service. I don't think we have prayer this coming Monday. I think we just had prayer. So be dismissed in Jesus' name. Be safe out there, and we will see you on Wednesday night.